Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Welcome to another episode of Not Just Blowing Smoke. I'm Pastor Padrone, and this week we have the band back together with Paul, Nick, Dave, and even Kendra the Potion Master with us. And we picked up a stray along the way, Jim Price of CLE Cigars. He's joining with us, too. Hello. Hi, everybody. How are we? Fantastic. No. No, that's not your line. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) That's his line. Yes. And uh, this week we are again coming to you from a secret, undisclosed back room location. You might say that it's our own speakeasy that we have created. Absolutely. And um, this week uh, we are going to be reviewing the Julius Caesar Toro by J.C. Newman. The J.C. standing for Julius Caesar. And in, uh, back in 2010, uh, to celebrate uh, J.C.'s 135th birthday, no, he was not alive, he was long dead by then, and the company's 115th anniversary that he started, Diamond Crown Julius Caesar was released. And Julius Caesar cigars are meticulously uh, rolled by hand in small batches by Tabacalera A. Fuente in the Dominican Republic. It says so on their website. As with all Diamond Crown cigars, Julius Caesar is held to the highest standard of quality control. And it further says about them that you will discover that it is the specifically flavorful Ecuadorian Havana seed wrappers combined with a smooth, robust blend of fine Dominican filler select tobacco Uh, from uh, the Dominican and Central American for fillers carefully aged for five years that gives Julius Caesar its bold, rich, distinctive flavor. It is, as we just said, an Ecuadorian Habana wrapper, Dominican binder, Dominican and Central American filler. It's a 6x52 Toro. And uh, being that we're in a speakeasy secret location tonight, pairings are a little bit weird. (laughs) <laughs> we have a we have a lot. We're we're drinking a lot. Um, Kendra, what's what's what are you drinking? So I am drinking my favorite bottle of scotch right now. Um, it is Compass Box Hedonism, and it's a blend, and it is super smooth. Um, a lot of vanilla and toffee in the front. Um, just a really enjoyable, easy drinking blend and Mm. so also nick is also drinking this that i am and then um because it is a secret speakeasy you know we have a couple scotches to choose from and a couple japanese whiskeys to drink so um so that's where it gets a little bit weird we're not all paired with the same thing tonight Mm. 
So what, what do you think, Paul, about the Japanese? What, what's, the, what's the Japanese stuff that uh, the rest of us are drinking? The Hibiki Centauri Whiskey. Hibiki? Hibiki. 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 Make it Centauri time. Centauri. Excellent. <laughs> it, and uh, it's a very, very smooth whiskey. Um, are we allowed to talk about the Sagai yet? Or are we going to yeah. wait? Uh-huh. So the Sagai to me, right off the bat, I got a lot of wood, wood yep. notes. Um Almost like a citrus lemon sweetness to it as well. A citrus lemon sweetness. Yeah, yeah. What? Yep. Creamy smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the pairing with the hibiki is bringing out more of that sweetness. Very, very smooth. Very, very good. I'm liking it a lot. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very interesting. You know, Julius Caesar to me is... Um, uh, Earthy cigar. It's got some sweetness to it, um, some coffee notes. It's very smooth, medium-bodied, mm-hmm. um, just a nice, smooth. You could smoke this cigar all day. Mm-hmm. It's just it's got this nice, creamy smoke that goes with it. Um, the the hibiki. Did I say it right? Hibiki. Hibiki. Um, hibiki is is leaving a little spice on the palate. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a finish of that, and that's funkin' with the uh, coffee and earth flavored notes of the cigar. It's it's very interesting how this is how this is feeling. I'm gonna have to do some more thinking on my experience with that. Viscous is a long finish. Viscous. Yes. That's a very very good like vocabulary word there. That's yeah. a power word. That's I don't a power know that that word has ever been used on not just blowing smoke. That's H I B. What are you thinking of the uh, cigar there, Jim, and the uh, drink that you chose? Um, the hibiki is excellent. Mm-hmm. I'd say a really long finish. I did say viscous, but this is quite tasty. I had had um, the other version of this scotch from the same company um, uh, um, probably about three or four months ago. So I'm enjoying it. It pairs well, excellent with the Julius Caesar. These seem, uh, last time I smoked one of these, it seemed to be more powerful, but good taste. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what about you? Well, for me, it's, the for the drink, what's the, so it's Compass Box. What is the? Sweet Nuts. Hedonism. <laughs> hedonism. <laughs> so nuts, for it's hedonism, what's the difference? It's the same yeah. thing. Um. So with this one, it's it, the drink is bringing out a little bit more uh, woody, sweet notes out of the cigar. Still very medium, creamy, mm. um, but it's the drink is really quick. It's not doesn't have a long finish, which it's nice. Really smooth. You get a little bit of that sweet vanilla in there with just the drink. But if you're going back and forth, uh, you're definitely picking up a little bit more of uh, the sweetness in the cigar. And the woodiness, um, the earthiness. I've, I've smoked a cigar plenty of times before. For me, it's very earth forward. With the drink, I feel the earth, that almost that dirtiness of the tobacco, kind of plays in the background just a tad bit. Um, the drink for me, I feel, is it's bringing more of the wood and sweetness out of the cigar. It's more in the forefront. Mm. Dave, I concur, Nick. You concur. I concur. The um, for me, this uh, the cigar. 
Um, definitely getting some mild wood notes. Mm. I can taste there's some kind of like coffeeness in the background. Mm -hmm. A little bit of sweetness. I'm getting some pepper in the retrohale, but it's very mild. Um, but it's very smooth and creamy. Mm. It is. Mm. I don't know if my palate's just in an overdrive right now, but I'm getting a tremendous amount of sweetness. Really? Cigar. Absolutely. Mm. Maybe it's the 13-hour day we worked in. I don't know. It's possible. You know? It's possible. <coughs> I mean, the, I'm getting much more wood mm -hmm. out of this cigar than I ever have before, and I think yeah. that's the drink. Um, I usually get a lot more coffee. Coffee's in the background for me, like Dave had said. Mm -hmm. It's more uh, on the finish. Um, but it's it's... I think very enjoyable. It's it's experiencing the cigar in a whole different way, which just goes to show you just how important thinking about pairing is, because what you drink is going to change how you experience the tobacco, and vice versa. That the tobacco is going to change how you experience the drink too. Right. And that might be Kendra how. I'd like to talk to you, not really about the cigar, but about the drink. <laughs> it's in this is your She's favorite, like, this is like, your favorite <laughs> scotch, and you're smoking this gorgeous Julius Caesar Toro. How is it affecting your taste of the scotch, since you know your scotch very well? Yeah, well, I think that Nick's points make it... Um, clear to me why I said I think that the cigar is almost ruining the scotch for me because usually <laughs> like my description of the scotch when I first bought the bottle and mm -hmm. I put something on my insta mm -hmm. it was like melt in your mouth like toffee vanilla like amazingness mm -hmm. and I think it's the earthiness is taking away some of that yeah. for me yeah so it, it is changing how you experience the Absolutely. scotch too yeah, yeah. so uh, that people is why we spend so much time uh, talking about pairings because it this is something that's like a it's a real there's there's a little bit of artistry to it you know trial and error it's like you know anything else it's something you only learn by doing it you can't just read a book and be good at pairing um, you have to try different stuff and tonight We've got four different things on the table to try with things. So, yeah. I, and I think th that the Hibiki is probably the better choice mm -hmm. tonight, you know, because what I remember from drinking that was that it was super oaky. Yeah, there's, Smooth, there's some, there's some it, oakiness it, to it, sure. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it's very oaky. It's not, it's not very sweet. You know, I can see where the citrus mm. plays in a bit, um, but. You know, that wasn't like a, a super sweet Japanese whiskey for me. So it makes more sense that it would pair better with the cigar than the hedonism would. Right. So I just switched. Oh, my gosh. And while Kendra was talking, oh, I switched no. my pairing from the hibiki to the haikashu. Haikashu! God bless you. you thank Close you. Close <laughs> and Shoo! And, the, oh, and this pairing here, this is a 12-year uh, uh, whiskey. This is a 12-year Japanese whiskey. Okay. The Haikashu. The Haikashu. And immediately it changed the oh. flavor of the cigar. All right, I got to try this. So what I'm picking up now is almost no sweetness and mm. a lot more of the spice in the cigar. It's pulling really? out more spice, yeah. Well, that's Yeah, nice. it's amazing. Because the, the whiskey here, the Haikashu, has a little bit more of a... 
of a sharpness to it at the end. A little bite. A little, no. Come on. All right, all right, Nick. Well, come on. It was a long day for you too, man. We'll, we'll give you that. It we'll was a long day, baby. But immediately, that just changed the flavor of the cigar. Remember brown bread in the can? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Brown bread in the can. Yeah. Brown bread. Oh, yeah. 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 A little yeah. brown bread. That that was never a drink though, right? No. Oh, you're talking that you're tasting cigar. Yeah. You're yeah. tasting brown bread, bread in a can. Bread. In a, in you're cigar. comparing <laughs> the Julius Caesar no, brown bread in the can. Wow. That's right. Wow. The Springback is fantastic. That's a good scotch. Mm, brown bread. Campbell's, mm. I think. Oh, you've had that before. All right. I'm trying the spring break now. I brought these in just to. Yeah, the spring. Spring break is amazing. That, that, yeah, that's really good scotch. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on here at Twins. Mm. Um, not that we're here at Twins. We're in a undisclosed secret location. <laughs> but um, the back cave? You know, the with the COVID-19 uh, um, restrictions in place in the state of New Hampshire, um, a lot of businesses are being affected. And uh, that includes twins. And I'm wondering, Paul, if you might be able to say a little bit about what's going on with us since this happened. Are we going to tell what, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, by then it will already be happening. Okay. <laughs> so true. up until about 6 o'clock this evening, we were told that we were going to be closed, uh, just basically shut down. Um, we were hoping that we'd be able to do some uh, mail order or, or send out sh through shipping uh, cigars to people. But then we were told uh, around 6, 6.30 that uh, the governor was going to allow retailers to do curbside service. So that opened up a lot more opportunity here for us to, to be able to service our customers. So going forward, uh, not only will we, will we still be able to ship out but uh, we'll be able to service clients through a curbside service uh, here at both at Londonderry and at Hooksit. Nice. Um, so normal hours, uh, the, well, the normal hours will be 9 to 7, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6 on Sunday. Um, customers will be able to call in, place their orders, come to the back here, and we'll give them their cigars. So it's going to allow that type of service. Um, and unfortunately, we'll not be able to come into Twins, but we'll be able to you know meet them at the door and give them this guys yeah it's not it's not the you know the service that we like to give but it's certainly a whole lot better than yeah. than not being able to get your cigars or pipe tobacco or anything at all right um which is a big big positive it's a big huge positive yeah, and you know so we're we're thrilled with that um so it's basically think of it like you know a drive-through service at a cigar shop. Yeah. That's basically what it's going to be. You're welcome. And um, I'm sure it's going to be a have two process. We should have two windows. One to pay and one to pick up. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. Pull up to the first window, please. <laughs> Second window is closed. Just go to the first window. <laughs> That'll be 189.50, please. <laughs> you want, if you, if you no want to see Kendra, that's another $5. I should be the one to bring the cigars out to the car. 
Yep. We would love oh that. Oh, my God. They'd be lined, hey. up. They'd be lined up on 28. I know. Oh, my God. Gosh, They'll yeah. be coming off the highway. We'll have another beeping better day. Yep. We can have you, Lisa, and Bree. Oh, yeah. And yeah now we're talking. Yes. Oh, yes. my oh, God. God. And roller skates. Unfortunately, oh. Oh, there we go. I'd pay. I'd pay. That leaves Sam still unemployed. But <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Sam. Sam the barman can just get some sleep. <laughs> Who? Ouch. Sam Van Winkle lives his dream. I'll wake up on May 4th. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, oh my goodness. Please pass the spring bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, all of the uh, events that we've been telling you about on the show have been postponed until this whole thing is over. But. Um, you know, we're glad to have the curbside service, and you can call in and um, go to our website and get our information that way. Uh, and you can stay in touch with us and what's happening and what's available at Twin Smoke Shop on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and YouTube, and at TwinSmokeShop.com. And just look up at, you know, the the handle at uh, Twin Smoke Shop Londonderry and Twin Smoke Shop hooks it and you'll find us in all those places and we'll be keeping you to date on all of that stuff yeah what are our continuing thoughts here on the uh julius caesar toro well with the pairing of the haikashu it's still it's still pulling out a lot more of the spice from the uh from the cigar the the sweetness is starting to come back into play a little bit Mm -hmm. um Still very smooth, creamy smooth, but uh, the Retro Hill is really nice. I really, really like it. On, on, with both pairings that I had, it was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, it's amazing how two different Japanese whiskeys, which I'm assuming that the uh, Hibiki is, Hibiki. and doesn't say it, but I'm assuming it's probably around a 12-year, too, Hibiki. how two different ones... That I don't know. ...relatively the, sti- that taste the, the same. The potion Master, Actually, well, is, is, is the Hibiki a 12-year? I have no idea. It doesn't okay. say it on the label. <gasps> I will find out, though. Give me two minutes. All right. But, but either way, both are, are relatively the same. Like I said, what the uh, Haikashu has a little bit more of a, of a sharpness to it um, mm-hmm. on the end, but uh, how it just changed the flavor of the cigar. Mm. Well, the, the Hibiki was more sweetness up front, and the Haikashu was bringing up more of the spice. Mm. I agree, because I switched over to the Haikashu, but I also feel that for me with the cigar i think it's bringing out a little bit more sweet wood notes in there for me um Bear me. well i think we've already uh, 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 we've already determined that your palate and my palate are opposite ends of the spectrum absolutely <laughs> it's so completely opposite and it's it's i don't know it's just the way that we are but it's there is a deep woody sweetness that i get from that one a lot more than the um the compass box the that one was like more subtle that on my palate was really really quick um you tasted it very quick and then it went away it wasn't a long finish this one has a really nice smooth finish um it kind of stays on your palate a little bit more and then when you take a hit of the cigar for me it's just like a nice married couple that walks down the beach and you're like jesus those guys are beautiful. It's just like me and Mandy. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. The absolutely. van's pulled up and they're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. What do you think about uh, what you're drinking in the cigar there? Do you have anything positive to say about uh, the cigar there? I do, actually. It's yeah. smoking very nicely. You've got a great burn going on. Mm-hmm. Mm, stacking dimes. Really? Look at that ash. Mm. Look at mm. that. Got a great ash, yeah, Jimmy. Continuing on, same flavor. It's very medium. Medium-bodied cigar. Yep. I switched over to a Springbank 12-year-old single malt. Isn't it beautiful? The green. Mm. I just cheated on Google and found out that it's partly organic. But this mm-hmm. is one of the great Scotch houses of all time. Mm. Is it really? In my opinion, yeah, Springbank. I haven't had it in a very long time. This is a, a cask strength at 46%. Yeah. So it could also uh, use maybe a splash of water, but I, I like the heat. But it's a fantastic Scotch. How's the nose on it? The nose is very full-bodied. A lot of brine, a lot of peat. Ooh, it's peaty. Yeah. It's peaty. got some peat in there? Mm-hmm. Peaty. So this is a no-age statement whiskey, but there's also a... <laughs> yeah, see? So I wasn't wrong by saying I don't know. That's true. Um, but there is a either. Hibiki 12 out there. There is a Hibiki 12, but it's yes, not Yes, but this. this is not it. This just says a meticulous but blend I, of the finest selection of whiskeys. What I can tell you... Um, in case anyone wants to be validated in the notes they were getting from the whiskey. Who doesn't want to be validated? <laughs> I want to be so validated. So <laughs> the fruit notes are orange peel and apricot. Mm-hmm. Um, there Don't is notes of oak, cinnamon, and black pepper. Ooh. So there I think go. we all were pretty aligned with yeah. that, correct? Yeah. yeah. And I could see how those flavors would knock out some of the mm-hmm. the notes that you are you know look forward to to in the uh, Julius Caesar Toro. Definitely the um, um, Haikachu here is bringing out back some of that sweetness to me. Yeah. Um, the cigar tastes a lot more familiar mm. uh, to me now. And um, I, I, I both, both whiskeys have been fantastic. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm thinking that for this cigar, I like the way that the... the Hekishu interacts with the tobacco better. Mm. The Springbank has a really long finish. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, Amazingly does. long finish, yeah. No, I, I did the same. I, I switched again. Again, a third time. To a the, third switch. To the Springbank. And Your eyes look brighter. Don't they? <laughs> Doesn't he have beautiful eyes? <laughs> the cigar is pulling out now Only a little bit more of the, the happiness in Paul. Yes. <laughs> this is this is me on hour fourteen. Oh yes, <laughs> he's giddy. I'm glossed over. He's giddy. I'm, I'm on my third win. Are we gonna have a? We're gonna have to drive you home. No. <laughs> the spring bank is pulling out now a little bit more of the wood notes. Mm. So three different pairings, three totally different, distinctive cigar notes. I'm picking up. This is something right too. So please hand me the whiskey. Is it really? Basically, Thank you, sir. if you want to feel like you're smoking three different cigars and yet only having one, just try these three try whiskeys. These three. <laughs> <laughs> Save money on cigars. You won't on the whiskey. <laughs> I think the Springbank, I've, I've just tried the Springbank and the Hibiki. The Springbank definitely stands up better. Mm. Yeah, the Springbank... Definitely High, brings higher back. tax strength and um, higher in alcohol, but yeah, it definitely brings back a lot of the flavor of the cigar to me. Oh mm. wow! Yeah, and musty, the, huh? On the nose finishes real long. The I didn't even know. So that I switched over to the Springbank. Labels are similar. Um, it's and a for man me, I, I drink uh, Lagavulin yes. by the gallon, bro. Um, yes. Bro, 
I'm a bro. I'm a 50 year old bro. But you're gonna look 75 when you're 50 if you keep drinking gallons of Lagavulin. All right, Uncle. Lagavulin. Hey, Isn't it Get that hooligan stuff. It's so good. Ron Swanson. I am when I drink that stuff. Mm. But um, with the Springbank, it, it, there is some little peaty and definitely mm. long finish on it. Long finish. Long. Why finish. do you feel the need to keep repeating that? <laughs> long. I mean, it's a podcast. If people want to hear you say it over and over, they can, they can rewind, rewind it themselves. It. Ten seconds. <laughs> Uh, just keep hitting ten. <laughs> Listen to this. Long finish. Long finish. <laughs> Clearly the winner. Nick, Nick, Nick. Did I you agree. did you get a long finish? I always finish long. <laughs> As we go down a rabbit hole, speaking somewhere All near the highway. I'm feeling very verklempt. <laughs> Uh, oh, is well, that, is that Rona saying hello? No. <laughs> Who's Rona? I have no idea what he's talking about. He's probably making some Game Boy reference. No, that was a, you know a joke on Corona. Rona is that a Rona saying hello? You know. Can you open this thing? No, no. Uh, I can't do any of these. Pastor Padron cigar confession for this week. Well, here we go. Is simply saying. I hope that all of our listeners have a uh, stash at home of cigars and or pipe tobacco if you go both ways. Uh, as you're going to be spending a lot of extra time at home, you know, without all the normal things to do, going out and all that stuff. And, and I, the reason I think that's important is during this time, you know, I've said it before, I know, but I think it's really important to, to repeat um, in this particular time that we are living in. We need time to relax and de-stress. And you're going to want to take that time. And so make sure that you have, you know, your some of your favorite cigars, some of your favorite pipe tobacco, so that you can take the time after work or if you're at, stuck at home and you have to be with your kids who are doing you know video classes all day and then coming to you with their homework and you know all of a sudden you realize that homeschool really sucks you're gonna need to take some time out for yourself make sure that you're taking the time we can all get so caught up in the fact that we're not in control of what's going on and who we can see and not see um, Take the time to take care of yourself and have a cigar and just de-stress. You don't have to do it with four bottles of whiskey <laughs> like, like we are. Although, it does make it although, more fun. Although if it you does. can, I recommend it. Absolutely. But, you know, you guys you guys have stuff at home that you can do to, you know, you know and when I say stuff, I mean cigars tobacco at home so that you can oh yeah man. take time to relax i mean it's this is one of the most important things that i have found for myself is that you know taking that time is important and a lot of things that you do you do a lot of running around with a cigar you stop and you sit and maybe you smoke it with a friend 
or you know a spouse or a loved one or something and that's just that's really important to take that time especially now when we're just going crazy wondering what the heck's going on everyone thinks it's a zombie apocalypse or something uh it ain't we've all lived through worse people come on yeah yep if you don't have enough at home people then i'll bring it to the curb okay Ooh. You on her roller here. skates. <laughs> the potion skates. master is coming in her leopard skin top and roller skate bottoms. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Rolling down to you. We just, uh, we just Sonic increased. Your <gasps> we just increased by. Londonderry. We just increased uh, customers by a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Curtin, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. And summertime is coming. I'm not sending a, uh, sensing any kind of disagreement from you guys. About the, what? What I just said. Well, um, pot. Take nope. time to relax. Taking time to relax. Making sure you have some cigars or tobacco at home. So that, Oh, we totally mm, agree We're all you. personal experts at that. I yeah. don't have any toilet paper, but I have plenty of cigars. <laughs> nope. You can always you take the wrappers unravel. off your cigars. <laughs> down to the, and you'll have down a, to the paper the towels, and then we'll move on to the... Uh, Kleenex. So, mm-hmm. so I was told this morning that if you want toilet paper, you have to show up about forty-five minutes before the store opens and form a line, and they queue it out. Really? Oh, this for you. This for you. This yeah. for you. And I'm like, yay! My, my wife was at Market Basket tonight, and the only toilet paper they had was in single rolls. Oh, the Scots. And you know, it was it was one per customer. Really? Jeez. <laughs> one roll per customer. I have four women living in the house. One roll it doesn't. You know, you can always get, you, I got a I got a ton of dryer <laughs> you sheets. You all go in together like you must buy a roll and just cycle through. You know, I got a I got a ton of dryer sheets in my house, so I'm good. I'm good. Well you see these stores that are blown out now thanks to all the hoarders who are all about themselves. Um, you can really get a good view of what doesn't sell even in a pandemic. Yeah, that's true so, too. <laughs> I'm a big Trader Joe's fan, so going to Trader Joe's, I know the aisle's cold because it's a small store, and everyone has their things that they like to get there. So I buy the same things every week. And you go down the aisle now, and you're like, "That it's not selling, and it'll never sell." So <laughs> one of the employees that I talked to said that they actually have corporate people going around looking uh, through each stores and regional stores and going through and saying, "Hey, that." Wasabi pepper sauce and the squeeze tube doesn't sell. We're getting rid of it because you could see an entire aisle with four things fully stacked and everything else is empty. So if the world's ending and no one's buying it, there's no reason to sell it because it's not never going to sell. True. Yep. It's amazing. True. What's your favorite thing at Trader Joe's? My Ooh. favorite thing at Trader Joe's. Oh, I think the best deal there of all is their wines, without a doubt. Oh yeah. Two I would buck, say two buck check. Uh, no, I don't buy the two buck chuck. I step it up to four ninety nine. Oh, he's a baller! Yeah, he's a baller. Uh, no, they have great wines there. <laughs> Honestly, their version. It's a big spender over here. Their version of um, not smart food. What's the other one? Um, what's the cheese puff? It's, Cheetos. Uh, Cheetos. Cheetos. The white one though. The white ones. Um, pirates booty. Pirates booty. <laughs> Trade the Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's pirates booty version yeah. of pirate pirates booty is fantastic. Oh I would say that's the number one thing that I have always bought there. And now we know something years. about Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes the pirates he booty. He likes the booty. booty. He likes Arr. booty. But that it's white t- cheddar popcorn, it's baby. TJ's mm. booty. T- oh, Trader <laughs> Joe's. Yeah. T- Trader Joe's booty. 
There was a line of people waiting to get in there the other day, so I think they have a like a max capacity right now, maybe of ten, right. maybe more. But yeah, a lot of stores are doing that. Yeah, they're actually restocking um, three times a day there. So depending on what time of the day you get there, the aisles are either full or they're empty. It's really amazing. I go to the one in Bedford. I also go to Whole Foods because it's right across the way. Mm-hmm. I just bounce back and I don't buy a lot at Whole Foods. But Whole Foods is not actually restocking many items. Mm. And I even asked about that. They're, they're have a, they have a different philosophy. They're going to let things run down to the bare minimum and then reset from there. Mm. They're not, once some of this higher end product is gone, then their priority is not to stock like a fourteen ninety nine uh, Indian sauce, if you will. Right, right. They're they're stocking. They're focusing on the staples. Right. Yeah. The eggs, the milk, the juice, the breads. Right. And yeah. the chicken and the meat. That you can see that through those aisles, mm. the things that they're not they're not concentrating on. A lot of the the higher end stuff in there is still still there. Really. What yeah. I was surprised about was actually to find like a lot of French fries. <laughs> yeah. You know. And Dave bought them all. <laughs> he did. I, I just bought. I Where's actually, the no, bacon? I bought, I, bought, I, I bought bacon and tater tots. That's you. That's a good <laughs> breakfast, man. Yeah. What? That that he explains right a lot about, about your complexion, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, I mean, that's good breakfast. I still man. don't get I the don't toilet have paper a bad thing. Complexion. No, I don't. I know. Should I get another grease? Well, what's that? I, I've never hoarded that in my life. <laughs> what? I mean, quite what's frankly, last that? year I purchased all my toilet paper through each hotel I stayed in. This is about 88 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an extra roll. Also the towels. Yeah, no, I don't take the towels. Yeah. But the toilet paper is uh, only brighter. So. You know what? There's a big get supply it, of Get right it from now. Howard Johnson's. <laughs> All the towels that it's not the best toilet paper. No, actually, Howard the Sheridan Johnson. has a much better quality than the. the uh, don't Marion. get Motel 8, man. That's oh, all <laughs> You know what? There's a big yeah, supply of right now. UV light. What's that? There's a big supply of Corona beer. Well, Dave and I... Uh, that's what we drank on St. Patrick's Dave Day. Dave and I uh, brought that down a little bit last week. We brought yeah. a 12-pack into our secret location. I, just, and, uh, I can't reiterate enough to you people out there how horrible Corona goes with cigars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or just in general. No, like, how could you do that? I don't mind. Like, I understand, like... Ammonia lawn. That's like uh, a lot of people. That's like their staple. I can't... I can't drink well, that stuff, Well, so is Bud, man. Bud Light. I mean, that's the... You can't that even I stay have away a, from. You can't even have a bar without that stuff. I'm allergic. That stuff Corona's is... is better than Bud Light. Ridiculous. I, uh, anything is better than Bud Light. Give yeah, me a I, Sam Adams first, man. There's a group that comes in and sits upstairs that they stay here for hours and they drink a ton of Coronas. So it's uh, funny that you're saying that because there's a lot of people that drink Coronas upstairs. There is. There, that's what I'm saying. There's a With ton cigars. of people... There's a ton of people, but I cannot like. Ugh. It's just not. It's just not. The I right will profile. drink. I will drink moonshine all we day know. long, <laughs> and before. I do and sometimes. <laughs> all right, this is Nick's last show, and moving on. Just <laughs> <laughs> add some coconut milk to that moonshine. Yeah, exactly. and wow, so that stuff is awesome. So good. <laughs> you only need two glasses, and you're gone, man. For real. <laughs> right, Dan? Yes. Yes, that's true. And speaking of gone, what is our final <laughs> verdict here on the uh, J.C. Toro, the Julius Caesar Toro? Paul, Well, you first. Considering that I've had three different pairings with the cigar, yeah. each have brought out a different uh, flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but to summarize the cigar, it has been... Excellent. A, 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, point. You know, lots of uh, woody sweetness. I, I'm still picking up a little of that, that citrus lemon flavor, but that could have been the drink. Who, who knows? But it's a very uh, smooth, creamy smooth, woody, a little bit of spice, some coffee flavors. Uh, just a fantastic cigar. I, I really mm. like this very much. Dave, what about you? Um, the last drink that I had, the, the what is it, the Spring Bank? Um, Not the Spring Break, the Spring, spring Bank. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spring Break! <laughs> what <is> Scotland! <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Take my top off! Woo! <laughs> I got your beads, Dan. <laughs> That's uh, Mardi Gras. Not Spring Break. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't pay attention. <laughs> Apparently not. Nope. So about the cigar, Dave? Um, <laughs> um, no, it's it's early. Uh, the uh, early. <laughs> early uh, so much whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. You could have a soundboard all to yourself about all the mispronunciations that you that you have. What earthy is mispronunciation? You didn't say earthy. You, didn't you say said that. earthy. This is earthy. I got some sweetness. And some little bit of Not some sweetness, but thumb sweetness. Thumb sweetness. Thumb sweetness. I get thumbs. I taste thumbs. Cigar. For the spring break. A little bit of espresso. It's holding together really nice, Dan. I love it. That's a... That's a that's a clip for the soundboard right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick. Uh, play my clip. Jim. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, an excellent cigar. It always has been. Closer to the mic, sir. I haven't uh, smoked a Julius Caesar in quite some time. It's very well made. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. It definitely picked up strength in the middle, without a doubt. Um, and out of the three that we have, I think the Springbank is held up the best with it. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the spring all fine spirits, but oh yeah, the this this is hand in hand with the spring bank. Yeah, body for body, I think the spring bank is is probably the best. I think, in my opinion, this, 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 yes, this is excellent. <sighs> excellent. I can't look at Paul though. His eyes are like, dude, I can't. His eyes are so glossed over. It's it, remarkable. It's it makes me laugh so hard, man. I cannot look at it. I'm glad I could do that for you. I today. can't. I cannot. I can't look at his eyes. Well, for me, the um, Julius Caesar has performed really well. My burn started off kind of funny, but uh, I'm going to be honest and say that's probably because it dropped the floor, um, and that can screw a lot of things up. <laughs> but it's corrected itself. It's uh, burning great. Uh, taste is fantastic um, nice medium bodied um, the drinks you know all of them really changed the cigar significantly and what I remember as a very uh, very sweet coffee notes uh, some cocoa some wood some earth has not been the cigar I have experienced at all. No, no, no. Uh, one has made it more woody. The other has made it more coffee and sweet. Um, I've only had the um, the two uh, Japanese whiskeys, the uh, 
the Hibiki and the um, Hakashu. Hakashu. God bless you. I like the way the Hakashu works with this cigar more, but both did you know a really good job of bringing out different things in the tobacco and it's nice to be able to appreciate different things in the same cigar you gotta try this with different drinks yeah i'm gonna have to try the spring break Uh, (laughs) 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 enjoy it while you can dave (laughs) oh i will i'm sure all right let's get ready for part two All right, we're back, people. We're here for part two, and we are for the pipe portion of our podcast reviewing GLP's Barbary Coast. Let me tell you what it says on this tin. The finest cube-cut burley, chosen for its deep, nutty flavors, forms a robust foundation for this sophisticated blend. Rich red Virginia tobaccos are added for their subtle sweetness and complexity, while the unique spice of Perique provides added dimension. A delicate kiss of brandy polishes the blend to a perfect finish. Barbary Coast is delightfully satisfying with hints of black walnut, dark chocolate, and dried fruits. The perfect all-day smoke. The manufacturer for all of GLP's blends is Cornell and Deal. It is a Burley blend with uh, Burley, Virginia, and Perique. There's a little bit of brandy in this, and it's a cube cut, which makes it kind of easy to pack, actually. And uh, Kendra, even though we are in this speakeasy with the loss of the 724 Lounge, she couldn't resist putting together an actual cocktail for us so and she's not only did it once she's done twice god bless you kendra (laughs) god bless kendra everyone yes (laughs) kendra tell us about these cocktails that you've so lovingly prepared to go with our barbary okay so we have (laughs) we have uh two rum cocktails two rum cocktails about the rum rum cocktails okay so the one that has the single ice sphere this one so both sphere so this both of these are with florida cana seven year florida cana seven year so they both have the same rum they do okay that's going to be interesting because they taste very different yes they do so the one with the single sphere, mm-hmm. this one Ooh. has um, apricot preserves, mm-hmm. um, a oh, smoky yeah. bitter, yeah, and it is spritzed with a lemon oil. Mm-hmm. Spritzed mm-hmm. with lemon oil. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't know oh, lemons yeah. made oil. How do you get that? Oh. Lemon oil? <laughs> Off of the peel, There's oil bro. On the peel. The That's best right. part of the lemon peel. is the peel. Dave wins. There what, we go. What is that? That oh my god. Ah, uh, so good. It's what gives it its rubberylish texture. It's uh, really rubbery. Okay, then option two. Option two. Same rum. Same rum. And then pineapple, mm. lime, and uh, an aromatic bitter. 
Wow, that's unbelievable. This, oh yeah. That just, oh, that, that's, this, yeah. this screams Caribbean right here. Yeah. So I don't like it. It'd be good with even with soda, too. So I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. So I think that, um, I think that the, the apricot one, mm-hmm. we, when you read about the pipe tobacco, it seems like this would be the better pairing, <laughs> but I already think that the, you the know, lime, better. pineapple, that one cuts it balances better. That's a contrasting yeah. pairing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One's complementary, the other's contrasting. Um, Paul, do you want to tell us your your opening thoughts of the pipe tobacco, and then excellent what what you're deciding excellent. to maybe drink first? Uh, I'm not going to use the word excellent. Oh, he just did. <laughs> That's the last you'll hear of it. <laughs> Superb. So the tobacco, right off the bat, I'm getting a lot. Of the, like you mentioned, the nutty, mm. spicy sweetness, just incredibly creamy smooth. The retrohale is unbelievable, unbelievably smooth. Mm-hmm. Nice spice on that. Now, with the first one, with the, what did you say was the apricot? Yeah. Okay, so that, that definitely is more of a complimentary. Yes. That goes along with the dried fruit kind of flavors. Yes, so I'm, yeah. I'm, it's bringing out a little bit more of the fruit. Mm-hmm. Now with the the one with the pineapple, Glug, which to me is actually my palate is is preferring that drink right mm-hmm. now. Yes, yes, Paul. I'm picking up more of the the nutty the nuttiness of the tobacco with that one. Mm-hmm. So I think with the apricot, it's bringing out a little bit more of the sweetness. The the pineapple is bringing out a little bit more of the nuttiness. Yeah, yeah, the pineapple will cut out the sweet. Mm-hmm. The acidity is working yep. with that. Well, right. Yeah. Yep. On the pineapple. And again, my palate is probably, like I said, it's, it's an overdrive right now, so I'm, I'm actually probably craving more sweetness. Mm-hmm. That's why I think the this particular drink here with the pineapple is is my preference. Right. Even though it's a contrasting pairing, it's it's it's. There's hitting nothing it. wrong with that. It's, hit, it's hitting my palate a lot, a, a lot, a lot better. Mm-hmm. But eat both are fantastic. They really are. The tobacco is is really really good. This this could be an all day smoke for me. Mm. Mm. What do you think, Jim? Well, uh, I think both cocktails are very well made. It's but unique. one of them's gone, Jim. No. <laughs> one of them's gone. <laughs> Which one did he prefer? Uh, <laughs> obviously, the one with the pineapple. Are you sure thing. Nick didn't drink that on you? No, I think he <laughs> did. No, actually, they're both over here. sweet, but not cloyingly sweet. I'm not a juice drink guy you know or with a lot but this this is they're super balanced i think with this particular pipe tobacco i'm definitely going to go with the uh the pineapple due mm-hmm. to the acidity the um the second drink is much more heavier in body mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it overpowers the tobacco but i, w- I would say the pineapple version for me so the with contrasting this, is is more enjoyable more for enjoyable you. yeah but these are both fantastic drinks um do these is this like the exact presentation kendra or just yeah one said over a large cube the other one was over cube cube that's how you yeah. would that's how you would get it upstairs yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah now those are those are excellent and it's a perfect time of the year for that yeah this particular one would go down you'd be at the pool all day and oh my god that's what i'm saying it's like just make yeah. just make a whole jug of it mm-hmm. you know that this like right. this yeah. this is my preference for something like in a warmer warmer yeah, climate absolutely. Oh, right yeah. Yeah. right oh, yeah right and I and in the beginning, you know, I haven't paired um, 
uh, cocktails with a pipe in quite some time, I was at the beginning. I was like, oh, I, I think this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, my, especially with with the uh, uh, juice ingredients. Mm. But uh, I mean, they both work well. But again, I, I prefer the pineapple. But okay, both very well made. I'm a little hesitant to ask, but uh, what do you think, <laughs> Nick? Sweet hey. nuts. Mm, sweet nuts. Um, I actually prefer the orange one over the pineapple. You, you mean the apricot? apricot. Sorry, apricot. Some people say apricot. No, apricot. It's, it's, but nobody says orange. Nobody says orange. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, Araparaka <laughs> up. Yes. Maybe we should ask Dave for his opinion. <laughs> so, Dave, uh, do you like the apricot? I think. <laughs> I think it's a little apricotty. I think the apricot is more apropos for the tobacco. I bet you that's a fruit if we went into a store right now. None of us could pick out. Because I forget what they look like. What do you think of the tobacco now? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's so good, man. Why? Why do you get, love it? I get a little Nick. tobacco notes on it. Um, Not surprised there. Uh, I think it's a very well-rounded tobacco. Medium body, kind of mm-hmm. just how I like it. A little sweet, a little earthy, a little nutty. And it, it definitely sweet in there, too. There's some definitely sweetness. That little sweet layer of brandy nuts. they add sweet to it nuts. really does add a nice amount of sweetness it, it to it. It does. It's really nice. But you, it's, not like you, it's not like this is an aromatic. No, no absolutely not. not. Yeah. But It'll fool you, that though. brandy just yeah. kind of is enough of a touch to yeah. just yeah. kind of bring out the... The sweetness of the Virginia and that kind of raisiny sweetness in the Perique. Yeah. It just is really good. And Perique typically has a pretty good kick to it. It's not yeah. everyone's and cup for of me, tea. No. Yeah. It's true. I have a friend of mine uh, who swears that when he smells this tin open, he sa- he smells blueberries. Anybody else get that? Kendra's looking at me like I have four heads. Blueberries? No. Blueberries? No. Apricot? No. no. Apricot? That's a little apropos. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Big Jim. Nobody, nobody heard or smelled blueberries. You're full of it, but we all knew that already. Dave, what do you think? Um, uh, I'm getting I'm not a lot finished. Of... Oh, it's, I'm sorry. Actually, Nick, you're not. Oh, finished. yes, you were. Nick, no, I please continue. Not. You said you loved it. You said you loved it. But I was trying to get into the drinks. I asked you about the tobacco, and you said I may you need loved another it. one to further it's my true. opinion. That's very true. I was trying to get into the drinks. Okay, a bit what more. Did, have you had the second drink? Yeah, I've had them both. Like it looks 10 like times you've already. had. Well, you've looked like you've had the first like twenty times. Well, I wanted to make sure that I liked it or whatnot. I need to get <laughs> acquainted with her. Um, her. Her. You're n- okay. This. <laughs> this. So this is a woman in a bottle. Definitely not. Nick well, called, that depends on the one. Was canceled. <laughs> so yeah. the, the one with the pineapple for me, I think it forces it, it for me how I feel. Just it, tell us how you feel. I'm trying. You're, you're cutting me off. It for me, it feels like it's forcing the sweetness out of the tobacco versus it being um, kind of right there with it like side by side the apricot i feel that it's more um uh, it's more of a a complete pairing what do you mean by complete that it's oh god paul's 
You keep laughing. Stop laughing. Sorry, brother. <laughs> it's just one of those laughing. days. Right, I guess this dead air brought to you by Twin Smoke Shop. <laughs> I think it's just more of a, a perfect pairing, I should say. It's it's not trying to force more sweetness out of the tobacco. It's kind of letting the tobacco kind of do its thing. And it's side by side with it. So you you really like the, the complementary flavors yes. and how they interact with each other instead of the contrasting that kind of really highlights more of the citrus in the drink and cuts down on the sweetness of the tobacco. More or less. Okay. Just curious there. Dave? <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of nice <laughs> of the fruitiness from the Virginias. Um, I'm not so much getting so sweet nuttiness from it. I don't really feel You're that. You're not tasting any sweet nuts, Dave? No <laughs> sweet nuts here. <laughs> I do think that the... Uh, the uh, <laughs> The drink with the cubes <laughs> is definitely... The pineapple. Uh, the pineapple, thank you, is uh, definitely, I think, a better... The contrasting is better pairing. Mm. I think it brings... It, it brings the boldness of the smoke out more, where mm -hmm. I feel like it's dulled down with the other one. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Kendra? What so I'm not... You know, I know you don't want to talk so much about the... Tobacco, but what what do you think? Yeah, so what drink do you think has gone better with this? I think the pineapple goes better for me, but similar to what Dave is saying, I feel like when I am enjoying the apricot beverage with the pipe tobacco, I, it's like I'm not even smoking. Mm. So mm. maybe the flavors are so aligned that I'm mm. not picking up a lot of the anything with the tobacco. Mm -hmm. So I like the contrasting better. Hmm. The contrasting is actually doing a happy dance in my mouth. <laughs> there you have it. Okay. Happy the dance episode happy number dance. two. <sighs> <laughs> wow. wow. Yep. Extra tart, I feel like, with hmm. paired up. Yep. Very interesting. Very interesting there. Um... I thought one of the things we could talk about as we're smoking the tobacco here is, you know, what what are some of the... A lot of us are, are, are going to be spending more time at home. Even us who are going to be continuing to working, at least in some fashion here, fashion here at Twins. Um, when we get home, there's not going to be a lot of going out. There's not going to be a, you know, because restaurants are closed... I don't. Are, can you go to the movies? You no. can't go to the movies, right? Or can't the go beach. to the mall. Can't the go to the beach. Has been closed. Yeah. So you know, what do you do? And you know, I think this is going to be a time where, you know, for me at least, I'm trying to think of how can I look at this in a positive light. And I, I'd love to talk about what we might all think about that. Um, you know, what are some things that we can be doing? And, and kind of be thankful for that maybe this time gives us that that we don't normally have you know what I mean uh, there's there's I'm thinking for myself you know there's a lot more time to just be with my family my wife and my girls and enjoy them 
um, instead of them being gone or me being gone or out doing a whole bunch of different things, we're all home together. And, you know, there's only so much um, Grey's Anatomy you can watch before you go crazy. So, you know, you can... My youngest daughter, Rachel, is way into Grey's Anatomy. That's why I bring that up. She's on her second viewing of the entire 19-season show, which freaks me out. I've been enjoying The X-Files, by the way. Oh, I've been watching classic, classic X-Files. I mean, it's season five. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. That show holds up so well. But, you know, it's... Um, but I have been spending a lot more time with family. And, and um, what are some things that you guys are realizing maybe that you're able to do more of that you haven't been able to do because we've basically had to kind of stop and reorient ourselves because of the staying inside and social distancing that we've been having to do. Anything? Yep. <laughs> Don't jump all at once. What, what, we're, <laughs> what we're doing at home is we're actually take, we're actually, uh, take one day a week and we go out for the afternoon and we go to a like a trail that we used to mm -hmm. go to when we were living out in the country. And we, we take our dog and we go for that long walk mm -hmm. right by the riverbank. Mm -hmm. Now, what's so funny about this is we went last weekend and it's about a three mile trail run. And uh, obviously there was people we were meeting along the way and in past people would stop and say hi and the dogs would, their, their dog and play our dogs would bit, play yeah. a little bit. But now everyone is kind of like, Hi, how are you? And they just keep walking right by. Yeah, you. Along, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it's just really just more of just spending time doing that. It's it's mm -hmm. enjoyable for us. It's getting us out of the house, mm -hmm. um, and you know we let the dog run free until we see someone come in. Then we put them on the leash, and then right. as soon as they go, we take them off. But it's it's really just forcing us to get outside and really enjoying those few hours that we have. And that's our commitment to do that is to find some place where we can just go for a nice walk for a few hours and. And not, no, not be stuck in the house mm. watching whatever we're watching. I don't know. Yep, yep. My, you know, we're we're a dog family too right now. The dog is a service dog for my daughter Anna, named Echo, because he echoes her feelings, and um, you know, he is not. He's no longer working <laughs> because she's not going to school. You know, so he's not taking her that way. The dog parks are closed. Yeah. So now it, it is. It's finding the parks or places you can go with a dog. And, um, yeah, we're experiencing a lot of the same thing where, you know, you want to get the dog out. You want to go. And, and that's all great and everything. But it's all, it's you're not getting the interaction with people so much anymore. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's funny. Right before this happened... My wife um, went to this country club for some reason. I can't remember why. And, but while she was there, she asked the tennis instructor there what they did with their balls that no longer had the right bounce to it. And they were like, well, we give them away. You want some? And she was like, oh, sure, thinking she'd get you know half a dozen balls or something like that. They came out with a big black trash bag full of balls there had to be like a couple hundred balls in it so, a big ball so bag she took this big ball bag and, and brought it to the dog park 
and just left it there for people to Aww. take and stuff like that. <coughs> and uh, um, it, it's funny how you know now when you're throwing your ball at the beach or whatever with the dog, and if somebody else's dog goes up to the ball, they're all freaking out because they don't know who's touched the ball. And, you know, oh, my gosh, how things have changed. It's nuts how this has changed in just a few weeks. What about you, Jim? What, what are, you, are you looking forward to anything with this? Is this giving you any time to kind of sit back and enjoy some of the... Yeah. blessings that we have you know I, I would say so i think it's been very challenging on the children mm. i have a son and my girlfriend has two sons so mm. it's three collectively mm-hmm. um, yes that's true and two are back from college um which was disrupted so that was kind of a big deal mm. to uh be uprooted uh especially for the seniors so um to see that they lose their you know, the last two, three months of college, and then hopefully, I mean, I'm not sure if they'll have commencements, but maybe they'll be put off. But that's going to be quite hard to pull off for um, a lot of these international students where there's expenditure to get to, say, yeah. Boston, the great schools in Boston. So I think it's been a challenge for the kids, definitely. Um, you know, running out of things to do, uh, climbing the walls type thing. Yeah. Um, since I'm in sales, it's hard that. Uh, Almost every store now is closed, if you will. Right. Albeit open with the curbside delivery, mm-hmm. um, you know, this the type of sales I'm in is, is a direct face-to-face sale, if you right. will. So, um, But I've been working the phones and email, uh, just uh, asking genuine concern and, and those things. And then you'll have some stores that are not going to buy for a while, mm-hmm. and then the ones, and then some do. So it's not, this type of time is not, for me, a, a hard, hard sales uh, pitch, if you will, but mm. it's it's a hard position to be in. I'm kind of the old school guy who gets up every day and goes somewhere. So, like a lot of us do, basically. Right. You don't realize you get into such a routine. Um, mm. So uh, tomorrow we're gonna go on a hike. Um, the kids are actually very busy with this school stuff. They just mm-hmm. started that last week. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Our college I, is doing uh, this the uh, distance ed stuff. Yes. Yeah. Online. Yep. Yeah. One's at BC, they're doing online, and another one's at NEC in Henniker. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing online as well. Uh, my sister is a teacher, and my brother's wife is a teacher. They both mm-hmm. teach in Massachusetts, so they're doing... Mm-hmm. Not only that, my sister has two young um, kids at home, mm-hmm. and my brother's wife, and my brother, they have three. So it's been very challenging for them, and I can imagine any families um, that have multiple children mm-hmm. in the home now all are back in one room, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think it'll pass. It's going to take a while. Yeah. So a lot of cleaning done at my, my condo found <laughs> most of the stuff I lost the last, during the last year. So <laughs> those have been surfacing. I must put a shout out to my girlfriend, Christy, cause she came over and just started cleaning stuff and throwing stuff out. And so I, I feel like good about that. It's mm. been quite a spring cleaning going on. Mm. I really miss the sports badly. I'm mm-hmm. a big baseball fan. So it's, and I'm not watching the rebroadcasts of the 2000 World Series. No, I, yeah. I, I want to yeah. watch the spring trainings and, and then read all my articles on the sports. Like everybody, a lot of yeah, people like sure. any type of sport. But I think um, it's going to be very, very interesting. And, and I think it will go away and they'll come out with the vaccines and the drugs that they do um, for all flus. And then we'll probably have a super busy fall for everything. Yeah. Because you're going to, you're talking major events are jammed into fall mm-hmm. across the country. 
Uh, I really miss concerts. I go mm-hmm. to a lot of concerts. Mm. I've been to over 300 concerts since 1986. Mm. Wow. So I'm huge into music. So that's been difficult too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But a lot of the artists are doing um, podcasts and mm. simultaneous simulcasts from their home. So mm. Dave Matthews did an amazing one last night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he was actually in his living room. So that's awesome. I mean, there's that. So, but you just what are you gonna do? You know, mm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's a tough thing. I felt I'm for, I'm fortunate, and I think we all are. But I feel bad for the people that have been laid off and. Yeah, I think in most cir- circumstances that they'll be brought back. Obviously, yeah, I'm sure they'll be, especially in corporate level, they'll be. It's what they call a deadwood thing. They'll they'll weed out some people that were probably on the cusp, anyways. But mm-hmm. most people will be brought back. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any deadwooded twins. No, it's all living wood. <laughs> but that's all you can do, you know. <laughs> you, you you take it uh, one day at a time. You mm-hmm. know, Kendra, so. what about you? I will kill my husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're moving on now. You heard it live. Moving on now. In case you do not see Matt anymore, you know why. What happened to Matt? I don't know, I he fell off the deck. Something happened. <laughs> did you see my new Matt? So, you know. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah. Uh, 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 a comedian that laughs at his own jokes. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. They are. I tell you, you know, something I think Dave and I can appreciate right now is, is, you know, if you have the opportunity to, you know, still uh, be with or be enjoying your parents or grandparents, that's a real special thing right now. Yeah. You know, um, our mom... Um, had a stroke on Monday and has been in the hospital and now is in um, a rehab facility. But her apartment complex where she lives, it's elderly housing. That's all, Since this whole thing started, it's been on lockdown, no yeah. visitors. Yeah. Hospital, no visitors. Rehab, no visitors. No way to get her... <laughs> a phone charger a phone like, charger FaceTime or Skype though right or, yeah. yeah and and fortunately the the um, the rehab that she's in well you know works with FaceTime and we can do things that way but it's funny you know her apartment complex is literally right across the street from the rehab center that she's in but I'm not allowed in there to get any of her stuff and I can't go into you know so it, it's just this really weird situation where um, when we mean literally we mean literally yeah. like that's the next like it's 20 feet away yeah it's crazy wow it's nuts and you know so you know talking with customers today about how they're you know taking care of their mom or their dad or whatever in this time i'm like so happy for them because that's not true for everybody and you just it's these things that make you realize just the the special things that we have you know what i mean right um so if you have that you know your mother or mother-in-law may be driving you batty right now but be glad that they can be driving you batty because the time may come where you are not able to you know be there for them at all even when you really want to be um i know i'm feeling that way right now absolutely um 
But, you know, <laughs> I called my mom on the way over here tonight. Her phone was at 10%. And I was trying to tell her why I, it had taken me so long to, to get to her today. And I couldn't get a word in edgewise. You know, it was just, she just talked for about six minutes, seven minutes, and said, Well, Dan, thanks for calling. I got to go. My phone's about to die. And I was like, I haven't said anything yet. I've just been sitting here listening to you. But. You know, um, it really is. It's making me in, in appreciate that more. And, you know, we're in, um, you know, such a great country where we have access to so many things. And, and now that some of those things are being taken back, you kind of realize how good we have it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, so it's kind of eye-opening to me. So it's, 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 it's kind of helping me learn to be thankful for some things that maybe I've been taking advantage of. Lately, anybody else dealing with any of that, or am I the only one? Because you know, Pastor Padrone's just that kind of dude. Paul's looking at me like, no, sorry, dude. you're so nice. I have... I'm gonna kill my husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's Bob with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't changed your mind about that, have you? That's all I have to say. Is He'll be lucky if he makes it to me. And my puppy is a little asshole. Oh! <laughs> but he's really cute. You got a new dog? If I had to I live with Jar Jar Binks for a month, too, I'd be ready to kill the little sucker, too. In September. What kind of dog is oh. it? Yeah, it's a Chewini. A Chewini? Oh, yeah, it's a Chihuahua and Dachshund. Well, that's your own yeah. fault. Did they really? Oh, he's such <laughs> a little nugget, did but they, he's an asshole. Did they mix those two breeds together? I grew up with a dachshund, Fonzie. Yeah. You named wow. him Fonzie? No, someone else did. <laughs> he was a good boy, but boy, he would not stop barking. <laughs> Fun dog, but... Yeah. So it's a Chewini? Yeah. Chewini? So... I've heard of Labradoodles, Ding Dong Doodles. They keep... you never heard of a Chewini? No. No, no, no. no. Wow. No. Yeah. What is oh, yeah. a Ding Dong Doodle? No, I was just joking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Labradoodle. Labradoodle, yep. Wow, um, a Chewini. Yeah. And is it long like a dachshund or he's, or he's long but not quite as long but with the barking yeah he's very vocal yeah mm. like when i come home he has a lot to say yep. it's not just barking it's 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 a strange it's it's, it's strange it's yeah. not quite a bark but it's a mixture of some things is it pure, <laughs> is this a purebred dog well, no, because it's mixed. Oh, well, sometimes. <laughs> Obviously. No, 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 but I mean, breeders so, do make... It's a chewini, so no. Well, it is sure, a, I, it's I meant a rescue. Sense, I, I meant in it's a, a sense, like a specialty dog. Like, people are um, looking for that mix, okay, if you will. I know probably, it's a but since mine is a rescue, it was a litter yeah. of puppies from uh, Mississippi that was abandoned. Ah, uh, that's so, cool. It's a rescue. So that I means always rescue. Anything can happen in Mississippi. Chihuahua and a dachshund. Huh? There must have been an interesting... Uh, it, oh, it's session. interesting. All right, yeah. yeah. Don't be mean. He's crazy. Well, no, I had yeah. I, I, no, I had a I had a dog. I love, I love dogs named yeah. Tabitha, who was a cocker spaniel pug mix. Whoa! And That's that different. that was an accident. That dog was a freak of nature. <laughs> it was, you know, it, it, oh oh, I'm yeah. Well, how about pug. how about this? A friend of mine had. A mixed dog of a Jack Russell Terrier and a Chihuahua. Oh, I'd like that one. No, you would yes, not. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. Because every time the dog was so hyper, uh, the only time I've seen him 
like calm is when he was sleeping and he would only sleep for three hours a day. That's it. Other than that, he'd be running around the house and barking like crazy. It was unreal. It was a terror. It was what a terror of, from what hell. What kind of barking? Yipping, right? Oh, yeah. Yipping, not yeah. barking. Well, it's barking for that dog. Yeah, it's but that's small not what dog, it sounds like, right? Yeah, and it was... Oh, uh, I hate that. It was... Dan, it are was, you hating on little dogs right now? Oh, my God. Apparently so. We're kind of... so. I would say we're we're kind of I more cat people. three little dogs. But don't I like cats. Dan, what do you have, an overweight Labrador? Before, but no. <laughs> right? Echo... Echo is nice a golden yeah, exactly. Echo is a golden retriever, but before yeah. Echo, what my wife and I had done for years was we rescued Sharpays. Those oh, yeah. wrinkle dogs yeah. you see on all the things. That's the Chinese dog, everybody isn't it? Yep, like Chinese Sharpe. Yep. Everybody loves them as puppies and then they grow yeah, up. Yeah. And then they, they realize they take a lot of care that and you they'll need to churn on you if they're not getting on up. Well they're 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 very like, you know, regal animals. They're mm. they're like, you can look at me. And admire me, but please don't touch. I don't need your petting. And but but if you really develop that relationship with them, they're extremely loyal, and they have this great low growl and bark that will just scare the bejeebers mm. out of anybody. And, but when they lie down on the floor, they look like a manatee out of the water. <laughs> just, you know, and just a great dogs. And I, you know what? I, I love ugly dogs. I, I yeah. love the dogs that that nobody has. I you know Shadow. what I mean? Shadow is my Shadow favorite. was awesome. Yeah. Shadow was great. He was a, his name was Shadow because he was my Shadow. And there was Mister Bilbo Baggins, yes, which is the Baggins. perfect name for a Sharpe Baggins. You know. Low to the ground, wrinkly, give him a pipe. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no. Aww. But yep. great, great dog. Somehow I've had, I've I've see had a pipe had taped five. to his muzzle. Yeah. And, you know, right. for, for Bilbo pictures. Baggins, I got him when he was six months old. Bilbo and we Baggins. were his fourth home in six months. Wow. And the last family that got rid of him uh, put him up for adoption because the mom of the family bought new leather furniture and didn't want him to drool on it. Wow. It was like, That's you got a Sharpay, but you're worried about drool. And not that they drool that much either. But, yeah. I mean, it's like, it wasn't like my kid ended up being allergic and we had to get rid of the dog. But at six months, it's fourth family. That's yeah. just weird. That's crazy. You know, it was nuts. We didn't do yeah. any research. Every oh dog gosh. has its thing. So yeah, every dog. Ever. And they, they don't dog. live that yeah. long. Ten 8, 10, 12 years, that's that's what you get with yeah. a Sharpay, 12 years on the outside. and um, But, oh, when when uh, when those dogs, oh, gosh. Yeah. So, you know, Bilbo so now awesome. I have this classic, everybody has one golden retriever, which is like, uh, you're just so average looking. But he's <laughs> such a good dog, and he's such a great service dog, too. It's, it's nuts. You know, they're... Um, he's he's been trained to sense when my daughter Anna is having a panic attack. He can smell the cortisol that builds up the anxiety in your body, so he can know she's getting anxious before she knows she's getting anxious, and then do a whole bunch of things in response. Whether it's you know just kind of distracting her to getting help. It's it, and I've seen it all happen. It's it's amazing, 
what these dogs can do. It's just, it's great. So he's, he's a great dog, mm. you know. All dogs are great. That all dogs true. are great. They all go to heaven, too. I have two Rottweilers. <laughs> I have two Rottweilers. I love them so much. That's nice, Nick. Nice. What do you think a- about the tobacco? It's great. <laughs> it's great. That's <laughs> what you it's said great. before. It's, it's great. great. The drink's yeah, slow. Look, look at that thing, huh? It's a chewy. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to post awesome. our I dogs. A, I used to have a pit bull. Her name was Sinidra. S- that's a name and a half right there, mm-hmm. Sinidra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, um, she would. Uh, one time, I remember she chewed my subwoofer cord, the power oh, cord. Oh man! And not the end that went. She, she was, she had burn marks on her gum because she didn't stop chewing it after it was separated, and she was chewing on the one that was connected to the wall. That's awesome. Yeah, she was gonna beat well, it and luckily, kill it. <laughs> luckily, she didn't die. She, she was gonna beat that electricity until it was done. Yeah, or and, she was done. Well, she won. So, <laughs> but we're gonna post all our dog pictures on uh, online on our Instagram. Uh, yeah, I have a picture of her with a yellow bonnet on her head. There you go. And she was like, "Why?" <laughs> Is that what we're doing? We're gonna show each other uh, pictures of her dogs. Yes. I want to see. I want to see Fletch. Can I see Fletch? Fletch. Paul? I want to see Fletch. Because I'm going to show Zeus. Remember that movie? Wasn't that Chevy Chase? Wow. Yeah, that's, not, that's what I named him after. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm dating myself. Yeah. Hopefully most of this can get... Probably. Oh, wow. It's, he's a Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Yeah, my girlfriend has... Uh, a good-looking dog. Uh, a Welsh Corgi. But it's a fluffy. Mm. Didn't I show you that? I thought, yeah, I cardigan. Thought it's a cardigan, Welsh, uh, cardigan Corgi. Showing pictures of dogs doesn't translate well enough. Audio podcast. I know. No, it doesn't. But I we're all having fun doing it. Yeah, just, just so you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll post kick that door dog nope. picture. Maybe we'll call this the dog episode. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe maybe not. What is a Juini? What is Juini? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, that's you know. a great name. <laughs> the Juini speakeasy. We're going to leave that one alone. I see you, Rottweiler, and so, I raise you my Juini. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you have a problem. Oh, look at that. Oh, my goodness. Right that's in the refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they or sell those? <laughs> they sell yeah. those in the refrigerator at Wuhan? <laughs> Hashtag <Aww>. too soon. <laughs> oh, look at that. Uh, Dave's little dog. It's wearing a hat. Oh, my. Handsome. Well, what is our final verdict here on Barbary Coast? Oh, so cute. This tobacco is. I've been. While you guys have all been talking, I've just been sitting back, relaxing. This is an incredibly relaxing tobacco. Mm. Uh, just full of the, the nuttiness, the sweetness. A little bit of spice, incredibly creamy, smooth. That pastor likes to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an all. It, this could be an all-day smoke for me, yeah. without question. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. I'm surprised we haven't either mentioned this or even had this before. This is this is really good. I'm glad you met. I'm glad you decided to do this, pastor. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is absolutely a fantastic tobacco. Jim, what do you think about the pipe tobacco? I'm gonna go Woof! actually. Uh, with basically what Paul said, it's uh, very sweet nuts, very mellow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see, I, 
I can see to your point, enjoying it all day long. Mm. I expected the Perique to have a more of a kick, mm-hmm. but it's the blend is incredibly it, well balanced. It's definitely yeah, there, well but it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's very. But it's well not. Balanced. A, um, you know, some people get turned off by the Perique tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the, with that and the brandy, it's it's just nice and mild and easy to smoke. There's no bite to it at all. Do it. Yeah. Do it. You hear that, Nick? There's there's no bite to this. There's no what, bite. What do you Absolutely have to say? Absolutely no bite. Absolutely no bite. It's super smooth and super flavorful. Mm. Get the sweet, um, earthy, nutty notes on this. And the retro, you get a little bit of spice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a medium body, and it's something that you can definitely have with either a compare contrast cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... I love it. It's fantastic. I love Burberry Coast. It's really good. Dave, what do you think? Uh, this, this, this is Thanks, excellent. Dave. Yeah, this is excellent. Can you use your own words, Dave, to describe things? <laughs> it or is. do you have to just use the soundboard? Kendra almost. It fell is over excellent. There. It's wonderful. It's uh, the Virginias are. Are kind of like playing in the background with the pineapple drink, and um, the, the nuttiness is um, it's really forward. Uh, I'm loving. My favorite part of this is the retro hail. Mm. It is absolutely delightful. Mm. It's awesome. Two thumbs up for mm. me. Now, in the spirit of full disclosure, this is one of these. You know, GLPs came out with this somewhere around 2000. Um, and I've been smoking it since it came out, and I love this stuff. This to me is like cracking a can. Mm. It is candy. It's awesome. It's just uh, if I see this at a cigar shop, I buy it. Um, so for the last twenty years, if I have ever been able to find this in a shop. This has been one of the things that I would just go and get um, uh, because I could never have enough of the stuff. Um, it is really nice, nutty. There's this, um, you know, it's it's got a very figgy, raisiny kind of spice to it from the Perique. The Virginias give a lot of sweetness to it. Um it's just really, really good. That and the again the cube cut of this particular tobacco makes it real easy to just put in your pipe, and you can smoke this stuff over and over again. And I do, you know, smoke all across the the gambit, but I keep coming back to this. This is one of these tobaccos that for 20 years has continued to be in my rotation, and since we're in this kind of speakeasy environment where we don't necessarily have everything open to us that we would normally this was one of the things i wanted to share one of my one of my favorites and i'm, I'm really really pleased that everyone else has really enjoyed it as well and um, if you have the opportunity to get this stuff pick up a tin believe me you won't be disappointed absolutely um, not as far as as far as these uh drinks go the the pineapple cocktail versus the the apricot cocktail. I, I can't decide which one I like better. Both 
reacted so differently and uniquely with the tobacco. Um, the the apricot drink did such a great job of bringing out the natural sweetness in the tobacco, and I really enjoyed that. And at the same time, that citrusy aspect that that comes from the from the uh, pineapple um, really kind of brings out the zing of this tobacco too, uh, bringing out those uh, notes from the Virginias and uh, cuts down a little bit on the on the sweetness um, but just really you know gives you a great you know bang of, of flavor in your mouth and it's just really really good um, I, I really can't decide which I like better they were both fantastic to me Kendra did a fantastic job with Absolutely. both those cocktails. As always, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. she's proven herself the potion master again. It's it's fun and it's those were tasty. <clears throat> what is Excellent. really just boggles my mind is that both those drinks, which tasted totally different, yeah, had the same base uh, rum in them, yeah, and I I never would have picked that up if she told if she hadn't told me it was the same base liquor i never would have thought it was the same thing i would have just thought it was a completely different set of stuff um just it's just amazing what you can do with different flavors and add-ons and and liqueurs and everything so kudos to kendra for, for doing that but uh there you go that is the speakeasy episode of not just blowing smoke until next week my friends Stay smoky. Yeah. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is not just blowing smoke.